Hey, Sean, how's it going? Howdy, howdy. How you doing? I, you know, I am so much better. Oh, my God. The bandages have come off now oh, from my face. I was worried. After the, the turkey toe incident. Oh, was... God. It was just a nightmare. Um, do you have any but... painkillers left? <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I'm doing this today or any day for that reason? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm doing much better. Uh, the, the face is healing, you know, as you can see, bandage is gone. So um, it, my nose is a little off center, so I think they're going to have to fix that. But otherwise, you know, I'm living my best life um, okay. post, post-turkey post incident. Um, and I have some exciting news. Oh, Are you boy. ready? Are uh, you ready? I'm okay. ready. So, you know, I'm always on the go. I'm a busy girl. Right. And this weekend... Yesterday, actually, I completed my degree in aeronautical engineering. (laughs) Now, it was an online course from a university in Bulgaria. Okay. And uh, I'm really excited because it's been a long road, you know, online aeronautical engineering courses. And uh, looks like I've got myself an internship with NASA. Oh, wow. So I will be headed to Florida soon. Are they going to check those credentials from Bulgaria U, Go Eagles Um, or whatever? I (laughs) (laughs) Go Wombats? I don't know what's native to Bulgaria. (laughs) Um, Didn't actually have to go there, but the professors were very nice. Uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to working for NASA. Um, Hopefully next time we talk, I'll have you know, some great updates on uh, my new career in rocket science. Well, and I mean, if anyone uh, knows me, <laughs> math <laughs> is my strong suit. Uh, so. right, in your, right in your wheelhouse. I know. I, yeah. I mean, how long have you known me? Anytime you ever had questions when you were in math with the math, you were always like, Hey, Janet. Well, all that, all that knowledge of rocket science and stuff will be helpful in one of our movie reviews today. We will talk all about physics and the rea- the reality of that we see in the movies. Okay, great. Well, um, I, I mean, I don't want to embarrass you if anything comes up, so I'll just, you know, good. keep it I'll, to a minute. I'll ask believability questions from you since you're the resident rocket scientist now. You are uh. just so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, welcome everybody to yet another episode of um, Should I Watch That with Janet and Sean. Uh, we uh, appreciate everybody listening. Our email address is that 21 at gmail.com. You can email us. We've got the Facebook. we got the Twitters. we We're got t- everything. We are tweeting up a storm. If you want to yes. please follow us on Twitter, because right now we have three followers and one <laughs> of them happens to be Sean. Uh, yes. So <laughs> please follow us. It's Should I Watch... And it sort of looks like that. Should I watch THT2? Right. There's a lot of, uh, it's kind of hard to get that unique Twitter handle now. There's a lot of people yeah. out there that's that's got it. So, but it's, uh, I believe you put it on the, the Facebook page and the Facebook page. It's just, should I watch that? So yes, yes. you can find it on that as well. Oh, I, apologies. At should I watch TH2 Two. is our there Twitter so follow us on Twitter and the Facebooks and uh, everything else, and um, we would uh, we would appreciate it. We have an international shout out, yet another one, another oh, country tell, that's tell on us. our list. Bulgaria, Brazil, another <gasps> B country. Brazil, Brazil. So, oh my God, I know people in Brazil. Well, I wonder if it's one of them. It might be. It might be. So I I worked with a lovely group of people in Brazil about a couple of years ago, and was actually in Rio uh, coming about a year and a half ago for a meeting. So awesome. Beautiful country, beautiful beaches. Um, and there's a, Oh, the drink, what's it called? I'm going to mispronounce it. Forgive me, Brazil. Um, I'm not even going to try, but they okay. have a delicious specialty drink in, in re- Brazil is amazing. Huh? Uh, well, there you go. So if, you're, if, if thank you, Janet's friends, if it's you, and if it's not Janet's <laughs> friends, then thank you as well. Um, today, uh, fun, this might be the first podcast. This is episode number 20. 20. And this may be the first podcast where I think we're reviewing two movies that I would consider summer blockbusters, or at least attempted summer blockbusters. <laughs> um, uh, 
I don't think I know we've done some podcasts where we did a movie that was kind of a big release, but then we usually paired it with something that was streaming because I just don't think the theaters had opened up enough for us to be able to do uh-uh. something like this. So um, fun. This is like two kind of big budget tentpole movies that are being re- that have been released and we've seen them. We have opinions. Oh, we have so many opinions. <laughs> so many. And our first one that we're going to do is simply called F9. <laughs> <laughs> colon it's a colon movie <laughs> the fast saga hmm okay oh. so so this is your ninth entry uh into the maybe more than that i don't do they count hobbs versus shaw i don't know um this um, is your ninth entry into the Fast and the Furious movie starring uh, Vin Diesel and several other people we'll mention so it, so would Hobbs and Shaw be part of, I, I was just reading earlier how they call it, uh, not this, but in, for an example, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. So could we call this the, the Fast and, and the Furious, Furious Universe Cinematic sure. Universe? And my air quotes are turning into claws. I, um, yeah, I can so. do that if you can do that. <laughs> I, think, I think the movie actually was called something like the Fast and the Furious present Hobbs and Shaw or something. Hobbs, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. It was. So, uh, so we're we're going all the way back to the early two thousands here with the with the first one of these movies. Have you seen them all? Do you do you know if you've seen them all? I I am ninety percent sure I've seen them all. Yeah, I went back and I looked at all of them just to kind of get a general plot summary of all of them, and I was like, okay, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that, and I know I've seen all of them at least once. I don't I don't know yeah. how many have had uh, repeated viewings um, for I, I, me. If I if I may just say, uh, I think, and if we're including Tokyo Drift as part yes, of the that's, that's part of it universe, yes. Um, if anyone ever asks you, "Hey, do you want to watch that?" Your first response should be to punch them in the face, <laughs> and then. You know, go well, about your business. Because any Fast and the Furious movie or just Tokyo Drift? Sp- well, specifically <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Okay, this sentence you're referring to. This, this. yes, okay. Tokyo Drift. The the main character who, mm-hmm. I, whoever he was, was supposed to have a southern accent. Yeah, he was. I remember him from NCIS. New Orleans, I think, or the the NCIS show they did. He was in that. Had a good. I'm role. sorry, he acted before that. Yeah, yeah. You... He had a prominent role in that in that show with uh, Scott Bakula. The NCIS with Scott Bakula. I'm gonna call acting like mm, <laughs> lose the use the word very loosely when we talk acting. Anyway, but Tokyo Adrift is not why we're here. Yes, we're here for number nine. Yeah, and it and it like I said, it goes back all the way to it's either two thousand one, two thousand four. I can't remember. And and before we talk about this movie, let us let us briefly <laughs> let us bow our heads. Let, let us briefly discuss the plot of the first <laughs> movie where this all started. Okay, was a movie with as uh, Paul Walker playing and uh, may he rest. Uh-huh. Uh, p- playing a undercover cop that is investigating the underground LA street racing scene mm-hmm. to catch a gang of precision drivers that have been hijacking trucks and stealing DVD players. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you can find one at Walmart, <laughs> might be $19 now. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And, and I mean, honestly, if you're going to send somebody in undercover, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, why would you go for drugs or guns or human trafficking when you could go for. Right. DVD players. Now look, okay. When the DVD players first came out. All right. I, I, I've got my first DVD player as a gift and I think it cost $500 (gasps) whenever it first came out. Are you serious? Yes. Gladi- it was a Sony DVD player that was given to me as a gift on Christmas. And Gladiator with Russell Crowe was <gasps> my very first DVD that I ever owned. Ooh. So, um, so they were expensive, you know, whenever they first came out, like most technology. Okay. But I only mentioned that plot as a juxtaposition to what F9, <laughs> where we have progressed. Now, it yes. has been a slow transition 
from yes. uh, uh, hijacking moving trucks with DVD players on them to globe hopping, uh, world jumping, country jumping, um, save the world type shenanigans that uh, that our crew go through now with their hot rods and stuff. So when you talk about the plot of the first one versus the plot of this one, and and I looked it up, I believe there's at least going to be two or three more. I, I I feel like I saw, I read something about um, 10 and 11. Yes. Uh, about well, which characters think, are going to still be in right. those. I think one of them is, is intended to be uh, an all-female led. Uh, so they're going to take the female characters and do a Fast and the Furious movie out of it. So, so anyway... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it going to be F10? Um, I don't know. Well, no. S, S is going to be F10, estrogen, and. No, I'm sorry. They're missing a great marketing opportunity if the next one is not called FX. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. you should yeah. tell somebody about that. Yeah, part. I, I would hope that there were marketing geniuses that would come up with that, but in light of what this movie is. Anyway, um, let's start talking about it. <laughs> Why are we here? Okay. All right. I'm moving. I went to see this um, with two of two of my children. One of them mm-hmm. decided not to go. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, uh, our, our basic setup. Do you want to do our basic setup? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to put, we're going to put together words and make sentences that probably, I don't know, nobody's ever put together and made words. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like they did with the, some of the plot of the movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, okay. So, and part of the thing that's, I don't know if it's weird or not, is I, so when Paul Walker, may he rest, passed away, mm-hmm. uh, they were still filming seven or something. Maybe One of them. One yes. of them. Does it really matter? Um, and I know his brother, they kind of had a, him sort of do a stand in and a little CGI yeah. or something like that. He's a twin, um, isn't he? Uh, I don't think. I, don't think I, I thought it was a twin. Anyway, I, I could not speak intelligently okay. to them. Um, so they still kind of carry this through that he's still alive. Right. You know, he just, oh, he's busy or he's taking care of the kids. So he yeah. sent his wife to go risk her life to do right. stuff. Anyway, so we've got Vin Diesel. I, do we even need to talk about who Vin Diesel is? I think we no. all know who Vin Diesel I, is. I am Groot. Like, <laughs> I was going Xander cage but yeah mm-hmm. that Groot I forgot about Groot um, and then Michelle Rodriguez character they've been a couple off and on through the whole saga um, and so is it their their kid who is the kid that they the, had the uh, you Vin Diesel yeah Vin Diesel that is Vin Diesel's son from for the different woman <sighs> when they thought that Letty, who was Michelle Rodriguez's character, is dead. Right. They thought she was dead. And they brought her okay. back because she had amnesia. Amnesia. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So they get the kid. And then mm-hmm. Jordana Brewster shows yeah. up because, you know, supposedly he's going to. And Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, like all uh-huh. the usuals come. The, the, the right. main usuals come back because. So somewhere along the way in the whole saga, they went from criminals basically mm-hmm. to helping out the FBI right. or the government, CIA, super team, help them <laughs> supporting them by driving and doing things <laughs> and things. So anyway, yep. we have a situation where said government um, calls them back in to help perhaps collect something that has been stolen. Mm-hmm. And then Charlize Theron shows up with a really, really horribly, <laughs> horribly offensive haircut. Yeah. And then there's John Cena and then there's the movie. So I, I maybe yeah. you should take over. Well, it's, 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 it's very standard movie, movie action plot. When you watch the movie after it was over, I said it really had the feeling of sort of a final, uh, fast and the furious movie. Although I, I doubt that this will be the final one because they had a whole lot of, uh, cameos and appearances from people that have appeared, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in all these different movies and nobody's dead. Nobody's ever dead. No. You know, uh, the Han character comes back and he was in Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift and and <coughs> sorry. And, <laughs> <coughs> sorry. 
and supposedly he was dead, but so was Michelle Rodriguez. She was dead at some point and, you know, had amnesia, but now she's back. And, and now we're introducing new characters into the mix because John Cena's in there and he's Dom's brother. And I'm not spoiling anything that's not in the preview. And, you know, it's standard movie action plot. It's uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Nobody is played by Kurt Russell, and he's sort of their government contact from, you know, whatever alphabet agency you want to talk about, CIA, yeah. FBI, whatever. Pick an acronym. Yeah, and, and he sends them he sends them to go get a thing that if the bad guy gets the thing, uh, all things bad will happen, and, mm-hmm. and we have to do it. So, I mean... I, you go to these movies and you know what you're going to see. They have progressively become uh, just r- ridiculous plot, ridiculous plot, ridiculous plot um, of we're going to globe hop. We're going to every country we go to. Thank the Lord. We have unlimited resources where we mm-hmm. can get whatever hot car we want to get at any particular time that we need it. Um, with, with whatever modifications or right. special things that's right. just there waiting on us. Yeah. That needs to have the extra suspension so we can drag a safe through whatever city they <laughs> drove a safe through and Fast and the Furious, whichever it one was seven, I think. I don't know. Um, and, and, and so you go to these movies and you know what you're going to see. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Um, but that I could not, I, I looked it up and I could not find it. There's a line from some movie where someone is trying to do something frantic while action is happening. And, and, and they say something like, look, I said, I'm, I'm doing such and such and such and such. This is ridiculous. Either, either some of this is ridiculous or all of this is ridiculous. And that's what I just, <laughs> that's what I thought of whenever I was watching the, these movies. Now I saw this movie. I have, I have a mild story to tell. Oh, please, now, I, I, saw, I saw this movie with two of my children. Now, one of them is my 18-year-old son who, who likes cars. I mean, he, he's, he's not a car nut, but he enjoys cars. And, uh, and he, as a child, he really loved Hot Wheels, and that was sort of the go-to gift to get him when he was a kid. And I saw this with also my 16-year-old daughter. And uh, I think Aaron wanted to see it for the cars. I think, um, I think my daughter wanted to see it because she wanted to get out of the house and just do something. <laughs> Or, you know, popcorn is always a motivational factor. So it, Exactly. And we got popcorn and, and drinks. You know, they got slushies at the movie theater now. I mean, it can't oh, be my that. God. Right. And um, so I'm watching the movie and, you know, the, it, it's, it opens with a very good jungle action scene. I mean, OK, a lot of boom, a lot of cars, a lot of fun. A whole lot of a standard thing in these movies now is everyone's in the car doing all the things and they're yelling at each other over the radio. Um, that's Tyrese Gibson's job who plays Roman. It's his job to yell ridiculous things over the radio. Oh my God. I can't believe how you feel about that. That's his, that's his job. And, um, and and we congratulate him for that. Right. And they got to quit back and forth when they're going 800 miles an hour. Anyway. Um, so during most of this movie, uh, my son on my left kept leaning over to me and saying two words, magic gear because what? Every, magic what is, magic gear what is that <laughs> that is the scene that we refer to that anytime car is already driving 600 miles an hour and then <laughs> and then suddenly it has to get a little bit extra <laughs> and we flash to the foot on the pedal and the, and and the hand on the gear shift <laughs> yes shifting yes. to that next gear that will that will send them from 600 miles an hour to 700 miles an hour and thus enable them to drive over a rope suspension bridge that is already collapsing. Yes. That was a beautiful, <clears throat> yes. beautifully um, realistic <laughs> scene from the movie. So I, so magic gear, he said that probably six or seven times during the movie and had me snickering the whole time he said it because every mm-hmm. time, and then they did it a whole bunch. And then on my right, I kept seeing movement um, in my, in my, in my peripheral vision, this constant movement in my peripheral vision as I'm watching. And I finally look to my right and I see that my daughter is crocheting during, <laughs> during the movie <laughs> using the light of the screen. And uh, I, I just leaned over and I said, it's that good. Is it? And she said, man, I said, whenever they drove over that bridge, I said, they lost me. And I said, that was like five minutes into the movie. And she was like, and I don't know how many times I heard from her. Oh, come on. You know? So there's a whole lot of that in this movie, folks, and I know that there's a whole lot of that in in Fast and the Furious. But well, th- this is, and, and it's like you said before, every movie they they take three steps 
right like a, a forward from what they did last time right and this i, I mean I, I feel like they jumped the shark a long time ago but well, here yeah. like there's they're still watching the shark swim and they're putting on their you know skis like it's it's ridiculous some of the stuff that happens yeah it's it's okay so one of the things that was ridiculous to me is uh letty is on a motorcycle and something happens Mm -hmm. she gets hit or whatever she gets thrown up in the air god knows how high and then dom slams Mm -hmm. on brakes turns his car in such a way he could magic gear that he (laughs) That he catches her with the hood of his car. Right. And we all know and, that hoods of cars are like Tempur-Pedic mattresses. And you, as soon course. as you land, it's fine. That's of way course. better than hitting the ground. Way better. Okay. Way better. Okay. If I fell mm-hmm. from five feet above the hood of a car and landed on the hood of a car. Right. Do you think I would jump off, hop in the car and say, let's go, Dom. Let's right. get it. No, no, no. Right. I would lie there and probably cry for a little bit mm-hmm. and feel sorry for myself and mm-hmm. then get up and find some Advil and mm-hmm. complain a lot that I fell on the hood. Please. Right. And what do they do? They Please. jump across a gorge using a rope that, thank God, hooked around the tire the exact right way that they needed to. Well, I mean, when and then just it? said that was new. Okay, oh, yeah. now oh, we can't. God. Okay, we can't. But we cannot spend the this entire review talking about <laughs> the ridiculousness of the physics of the movie. Okay, because it's like because people will just groan and say, "Okay, I grant you, I grant you." Okay. I know that everything that they do in the movie is completely stupid and ridiculous when it comes to physics and stuff. There's even a line in the movie where the guy says, as long as we follow the rise of physics, we'll be just fine. And I know that's got to be a wink, wink, nod, nod at the camera. Like, okay, like we've been doing for the last six movies. You go to these movies to see that. And, And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. As long as you have a movie that sort of, I can roll my eyes and go, oh my God, can you believe what mm-hmm. I just saw at, at that? As long as the, the bones of the movie are okay, there, there's lots of the Fast and the Furious movies that I've watched that I've enjoyed, that I really have enjoyed. But the bones of the movie don't hold up. It's just, no. it, you can't go to a Fast and the Furious movie and have the gap that they had in that movie where nothing happens. Well, it and the and like suddenly after... 20 years and nine movies, Dom has a brother. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, okay. Um, his brother looks nothing like him. Like there's no way they have the same father. Um, and there's like all the, the flashbacks. And then we find out, you know, what happened to Dom's dad. And I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you know, after a while I was, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm like, I have no words. I'm I mean, so, you know, so they had, they had the albeit ridiculous action scene in the jungle where that starts the movie out. Okay. And they get, they jump into it quick. That's fine. And I think, all right, this is going to be, you know, popcorn munch and roller coaster ride. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And they do the little scene in the jungle. And then you have your, uh, as, as Austin Powers had Basil exposition <laughs> come on the screen and, and and explain that we have this device and this device is in two pieces and it needs a key and when they and it won't work without the key and where's the key but all it is is a i mean a full hour and i mean maybe a full hour and 15 minutes of really only one sort of semi action scene happening with a girl who says she can't drive where she's mm-hmm. driving a truck where they're chasing John Cena. And then there's another scene where they introduce Helen Mirren's Mira's character again, who actually is uh, in the, in the fast and furious universe. That's Jason Statham's Jason. I've learned. I can't say that guy's name, Jason Statham's mother uh, in (laughs) that universe. Right. So, um, but all it is, the, 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 the movie only serves, I think to sort of wink, wink, say, Oh, look, there's that girl from that movie. Oh, look, there's that girl from that movie. Oh, look, we brought Charlize Theron back as Cypher, yeah. who was the bad guy in the other movie. And Oh, look, we bought back Han and Oh, look, we brought back Jordana Brewster and, and Oh, look, we brought back the guy from Tokyo Drift with the Southern accent that you can't stand. <laughs> and, and, yeah. I, I, was it just like, uh, uh, 
uh, I can't think of the word, but was it just like a, a nothing but a very expensive setup to what they're going to do? Yeah. I mean, it was like guest experience cameos. Yeah. And if that's the case, they could have taken 10 minutes at the beginning of right. the next movie to do everything that they did in this one. Right. And every, and everything that, and everything, I mean, everything that happened, you know, in terms of uh, characters that switch allegiances and everything like that. I mean, you you see, you can see it coming a mile away, but I mean, but again, and I've said it before to other podcasts, I'm okay with movies that I can see coming from a mile away. Yeah. You know, if you, if you entertain me and when we finally get to our big climactic battle, you know, through the streets of whatever the hell city we're in, I don't even know. Who cares? Um, And, with with the cars that have magnets on it um it's i i was waiting for it to be over mm-hmm. i was just waiting for it to be over so i could go back out and get a refill of my slushie and go home <laughs> i mean and it, you shouldn't say that about you know sort of now, now i laughed a whole bunch in the movie i, I mean i uh-huh. laughed a lot with my kids because you know and because, you know, because one of my daughter kept saying, oh, come on. And I would lean. I said, oh, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, you, <laughs> you could totally do that. And uh, and um, and, all, and all these movies have gotten to the point where, uh, I mean, my son, I said, used to be a Hot Wheel. He, he loved Hot Wheels. And he would, as any, you know, kid who plays with Hot Wheels does, these movies have become a kid playing with Hot Wheels where it's like, okay, we take this car and this car goes zoom. And this car yeah, smashes into that one. And then this right. one knocks this one over. And this one goes woo. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, it, you know, it's like a seven-year-old that's playing with Hot Wheels. Well, and I, it just hit me that like the next, the next logical step would be a smash up between Fast and Furious and um, the Transformers. There because you go. That, that's kind of the point that they're at with all of these vehicles and the, like, right tanks and cars and like whatever they're doing, like what's next, you know, they're going to be sentient and they can like, anyway. Well, and if if you're a Fast and the Furious fan, there, there's one thing that they do with cars that I'm not going to spoil. You, if you if you if you if you look too much, if you look up too much stuff about the movie online, if you do intend to go see this because you're you know just want to see an action flick, there is something that they do with a car that is just stupid. It's, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. It's just stupid. I'm not going to say what it is, but it's just stupid, 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 stupid. Now, and I know. And I know that these people, one movie or two movies ago, took out a submarine on a frozen lake with a car. I know they did that. I know, guys, uh, I know they did that. They did submarine. it. They did it. That's fine. We believed it. But even that, even what they did in this movie is beyond dumb. But there's going to be another one, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, and Laura, uh, God, there's a cameo in the movie as soon as it, I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? I cannot believe that cameo was in there. But anyway. You know what I'm talking about in the truck, the prison guards, where they, they she pulls her face off and she talks to her. It's a singer. You didn't you didn't even know who that was, did you? I you know I I did <laughs> did emotionally check out a few times myself. There's a cameo um, in the movie that's stupid. Oh, okay, all right. Well, and then talk. there's a there, there's even a she says she was responsible for. The, and then there's a, golly, and then there's a scene where. Now, I know these movies. I know these movies. Their bones are slow mo shots and girls dancing around in either bikinis or. But there is a ridiculous scene where what's his name? Was it Vin Diesel goes to a party uh-huh. and there's nobody there but size zero models. <laughs> and there must have been 300 of them and every single one of them is wearing something white. I mean, it's just dumb. Anyway. Well, that's. Re- <sighs> Well, and I'm I'm assuming you saw the 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 cameo of another previous Fast and Furious character toward the end. Post. Yeah. Yeah. So I I mean I don't know if anybody's going to watch the credits to see, but there's another. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. well, we got to we got to set up the next seventeen movies. So I suppose, I suppose, yeah. Uh, and, and, and you know, and I, you know, how I take my notes and my bulleted notes before I, mm-hmm. my last bullet says whatever. Period. Yeah. So that that's kind of how I left the theater, thinking yeah. that popcorn was really good. Yeah. And yeah. 
anyway. Yeah, I was just glad the cherry slushy wasn't out. So on, right? on the machine. Exactly. So anyway, <sighs> let's call it. Yeah. So Janet. Yeah. F nine colon. The Fast Saga, starring <laughs> Vin Diesel and John Cena and Michelle Rodriguez, and who the hell else cares? Um, <laughs> should I watch that? No. Mm-mm. No. I. I it, okay. Oh, t- it's even t- directed by Justin Lin, who I think did number two, three, four, and five, or something. He, he's done multiple one of these movies before. Well, in direction, uh, it was fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, as far as acting and plot and et cetera, et cetera, um, it failed. Uh, it, if you are one of those people who was invested from the beginning and loves the cars and can suspend your disbelief to a greater extent than I can, <laughs> you know, knock yourself out, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, um, if you walked up to me on the street and said, should I watch that? I would laugh at you and say, oh, no, 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 save your money. Because there was nothing in it that made any difference to anything in the big picture of whatever they're trying to do. Yep. So that would be a pretty darn hard no from Janet. So. All right. Okay, Sean. Yes. F9 colon (laughs) the best saga in theaters. Should I watch that? No, 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 no. Okay. This is, I give a movie, I get, I can give movie lots of leeway if it, if it shows me pretty things that blow up on the screen and, you know, even, even in an era where we have such technology where we can see crazy stuff. Um, but it has to, you gotta attempt to maybe possibly ground it in some, and this is somebody that loves the Marvel movies, but you gotta ground it in something that just is not stupid. And it's just, it's just stupid. The the yeah. plot is stupid. Um, the, I mean, the action scenes with the cars, I mean, it's got good sound editing. Okay. It looks good. <laughs> I mean, it, some of it, some of it looks really good. The opening scene in the jungle was, yeah. was pretty decent. Yeah. But then after that, it just went, pfft. I mean, for a long time, it just mm-hmm. went pfft, where you just didn't see anything that was all that fun, you know, to watch out you, any, anything, any suspense that they put up about what's going to happen with John Cena's character. You kind of know it. If he had a brother that he felt this passionate about, why is it that we haven't heard about him until now? Exactly. It's two hours and 23 minutes. It's, it's two hours and 25 minutes too long. Uh Uh Anyway, but it's, it's too long. Um, It's, uh, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And, and I could take ridiculous if the bones of the script uh, have anything that makes me interested in it. And it's just, you got to do something more than just show me Vin Diesel in a, in a white wife beater t-shirt and, <laughs> you know, and have Tyrese Gibson yell funny things into a radio while he's driving around beating up cars. I mean, it's just. Well, and if you're going to go see that movie, you're going for a reason. Right. You're going for car chases and people shooting at each other and people running and escaping and st- you're going mm-hmm. for that kind of action. And it wasn't even there. that's not there. Even that's not no. satisfying. No. So. All right, hard no. Hard no. Hard no. It'll probably make a billion dollars worldwide. Maybe in COVID it won't. I don't know. But it'll still make its money and, and we'll get another one, I'm sure. And then maybe Charlize can talk the director into um, finding a better hairstylist for her yes. for the next movie. All Let's right, so hard. movie number two. Let's just move on. Movie number two. Okay. <laughs> what, what is movie number two? Ah, movie number two in theaters, Black Widow. Black Widow, the long-awaited. The long has is it really? Um, if this would be the <laughs> sorry, the twenty-fourth film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Originally supposed to be released, I think March of last year. Yeah. But they uh, they shut her down and kept moving it and kept moving it and kept moving it and kept moving it, kept moving it until finally we're kind of sort of opened up and. And we could see it. So Scarlett Johansson finally gets her her solo film um, uh-huh. with her character. Uh, it's got got 
some good people in it, you know. That's... I, yeah, and this is the ninth time that she's played uh, Black Widow, which is her character mm-hmm. in the universe. Um, Natasha Romanoff, if you will. Um, but yeah, I just, and I don't, do we even need to say who she is? I think she's another one if you don't know her. No. Uh, I did find out she was nominated for two Oscars in her career, which I did yes. not know. Um, one movie I've never heard of called Marriage Story, and the other was Jojo Rabbit, which was brilliant marriage story was on uh, netflix it had uh kylo ren in it <laughs> oh really here we go again with uh yeah well the, yeah who cares what his name is he's kylo yeah. ren yeah yeah um, it's not a bad movie really it's not a bad it, it, sh- it tells the story of uh a couple that's uh getting divorced and they both have like career paths she plays an actor and he's a playwright i think a play and uh and they're kind of their kind of lives are going two different ways, and it really sh- it really does show, I think, an honest portrayal of divorce hmm. because it doesn't it doesn't portray it as something that's something good to go through. And you see points from people's both sides. It's not like the guy's hmm. the jerk and the woman's you know is scorned kind of thing. It's it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. Okay. Yeah, and I do love him. Um, the best movie he ever did was. Oh my God, there it goes with Channing Tatum and Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Yeah. Um, the, uh, 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 Logan, Logan Lucky. Oh my God. Logan Lucky yeah. is one of my top five movies ever. Yeah. Did you just say cauliflower? Yeah. Um, it is one of the best movies it's, in the world. Okay. It is good. That bonus okay. pick. Go see it. But please. Oh my God. So good. Um, so if, back to Black Widow. We also have Rachel Weiss. Mm-hmm. Um I think we all, the mummy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, David Harbour uh, is in this one. And if you watch Stranger Things, he's yeah. Hopper, Sheriff Hopper. Hopper. He was also in Suicide Squad in 2016, but I don't remember him. Um, that must have been a bit wrong. He, he played Hellboy in the reboot, but it didn't go very well. Oh, oh man. I don't think I saw that then. Yeah, it yeah. was a reboot. Um, but one of the things that surprised me, so... Uh, Black Widow's sister is okay. So I, I, I have worked with a couple of people who spell their name J E L E N A and it's Yelena, but in the movie, her name is Y E L E N A. And I think they call her Yelena. 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 Uh, so Yelena Belova is her sister in the movie. And she's played by Florence Pugh. And I kept looking at her. And I'm like, where have, where have I seen her? Where have I seen her? Me too. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, yeah. Yes. So I saw her in a 2019 movie called Midsummer. Midsummer, buddy. And <laughs> Midsummer. Oh. That's Ari Aster again, right? That's our, uh, that's, our that's hereditary. Hereditary. And Midsummer, too. And. Either one and both of those movies will F you up one Mm -hmm. side and down the other. And you won't even know what to do with yourself when it's over and you'll need a little bit of therapy. Um, So that's, that's where I remember her from. Um, And she was also in a few episodes of Marcella, which is a really good show on Netflix. Anyway. So yeah, she just, I honestly left the movie liking her more than any of the other characters. Well, yeah. And it's, it, it, it felt like a setup for her oh, uh, to- totally. to, to have a future in, in, in Marvel. So yeah, totally. Um, William Hurt is in it, but he's got a tiny little role. Yeah, as the- He plays secretary Ross. So he has played yeah, that in whatever. a bunch of movies. So um, the other thing that I made note of is uh, and I read this on IMDb. This apparently, this whole storyline, this happens between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah, this is fills in fills in some time gap uh, between those two movies. Yes. Okay, and then I made a note to myself: this doesn't really tell me anything. Um, so I'm sure it means a lot to you, probably knowing and retaining more information about said mm-hmm. universe of Marvel. Um, to me, I was just like, oh, okay. Um, but anyway, I. Well, going into it, you, go, you talk because yeah, I'm well, go, kinda... <laughs> going, going into it, I, I, um, I, you know, I watched the trailer a couple times, but I, I specifically, uh, you know, when when certain movies come out, 
well, when a lot of movies come out, when most movies come out, honestly, I don't seek out too much information from them because we are, uh, you know, in the Hollywood media machine, we're sort of a wash in giving a lot of information about a movie uh, before mm-hmm. it comes out. And, and a lot of times they just spoil 75% of the movie. Yeah. So I watched the trailer a couple of times and I'm like, okay, it's a Marvel movie. I'm going to go see it. And, um, and, uh, but but from the gist of the trailer, I thought the movie was going to tell sort of her origin story mm-hmm. about how she came to be uh, with uh, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury, and Big with Shield. But actually, you know, they they quickly dispel that in the movie. And I, that's not me spoiling anything. But mm-hmm. you know, there's a time gap. You know, at, at the end of Civil War, you've got some of the heroes are fugitives from justice because they went against the. Sokovia Accords or whatever, and and they're trying to catch them, and um, and at the end of Civil War, uh, you see the the final scene in Civil War is Captain America coming into the prison that's holding, I think, Ant Man and Falcon and some of the other heroes that were arrested, and mm-hmm. he's there, and he's there to break them out of jail. So th- what what happens in this movie is before that jailbreak, but after Civil War, and and. And Black Widow reunites with, you know, people that she was associated with and worked with in the Russian government whenever she was part of this Black Widow program. So it is sort of a one-off movie. Um, I mean, it has to be. If anybody saw Endgame, you know the <laughs> the final destination <laughs> of uh, of Black Widow anyway. So, I mean, the movie's been out a long time. She's dead. Um <laughs> <laughs> She, oh my she, god! She did not. She did not make it through that movie. So, uh, so anyway, um, so that's so that's your that's your setup. It, it's her uh, being a fugitive from the government, and then parts of her past uh, come back, and then she has to deal with uh, they they deal with the people that created the uh, Black Widow program and the Red Room, which they referenced in several Marvel movies as sort of like this uh, brainwashing. Uh, training facility for young women to turn them into super assassins kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And some of the horrific things that they do to them uh, in order to, you know, make them the super spies that they are. So, and most of the movie I said is is spent with uh, Scarlett Johansson and and Florence Pugh, who really, I, I, she was, she was given, I think most of the good lines in the movie in terms of comedy. I, 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 they had a running joke about, which made me think of Deadpool about, uh-huh. you know, she was like, what's this thing that you do every time you're done where you get down <laughs> oh, on the ground? Oh my God. The and pose. You, yeah. And, <laughs> and it was like superhero landing. He's going to do a superhero <laughs> landing. And I thought about Deadpool. So. I, and that was one of the best scenes where she was like, and her accent was, just, I loved her accent. Yeah. Uh, but she was like, what is this with the pose? And she's like, what do you mean? And she's, and so she gets down on the floor and she's like squatting on one leg and the other leg stretched out. And she's like, you know, with her head up and her head, she's like with the ponytail and her head. Yeah. She's like, what is that? What is that? Yeah. It's not practical. It's you know. not practical. And then, you know, there's a time in the movie where she does it. It's, 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 it's cute. It's cute. It's played for laughs. Um, uh, and, you know, it, you know, it, it, so it has a plot with him, with him, you know, de- dealing with that and dealing with the, the, uh, the, the creator of the whole Black Widow program, who was um, some guy named Drakoff. Mm-hmm. you know, generic Russian bad guy. Yeah. And uh, so it, it was, it was, it was fine. It was good. It, it was way better than Fast and the Furious. I'll tell you that. Oh, geez. But, well, um, but mm. you know, it's, uh, it's when it was over, you know, I saw it with, again, two of my kids and one of my, one of my, one of my son's friends went, I picked him up and he went to see it with us. And when it was done, we all sort of had the same opinion where, how many movies did you say we were in? 23, 24, this, uh, 24, this is 24. 24. This is this is mid lower tier, yeah. Marvel, Marvel movie, you know it 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 does not compare in spectacle at all. When you consider the last movie that came out was Avengers Endgame and then Spider Man uh, Far mm-hmm. From Home, it mm-hmm. doesn't compare in spectacle at all with those movies. Um, but you know it's kind of a run of the mill action movie, and it's fine. Well, and I did appreciate the it had that kind of Marvel humor. Yeah, you know, because even no matter how dire things are and the world's about to end, there are always these little snarky, com- well, especially like Tony Stark. Like there's all these little snarky comments and little jokes, or sometimes, or, you know, which uh, always makes you 
it always makes me giggle a little bit. Um, But there was a a lot of that in this movie. I felt in the, in the quote, like the family dynamic, because, you know, we, we flash back to Natasha as a child with a Mm -hmm. sister and parents. And then you very quickly realize that they are undercover. um, Right. And that dad, who is not really dad, is a character I'd never heard of, but mm-hmm. has the powers and stuff. Um, so, you know, it takes you back there and what happened and how the dad, as it were, treated them and how they got into the program. And then to come back now and see them all sitting at the dinner table, you know, yeah. and just some of the interactions were um, were very humorous. But yeah, then again, I felt a lot of it was between Natasha and Yelena. You yeah. Know, it, and that's what I, I think that's a, what they were kind of going for yeah, too. Yeah. Cause I think the relationship, their relationship as sisters was more real to her, mm-hmm. uh, you know, than it was um, to uh, like the parents, right. The, whatever the, you want to call the parents them. were uh, the one negative I'll give it is I don't think they gave David Harbor enough to do uh, as the red guardian. They, they really didn't even give him that good of a big battle scene. Really? They I mean, really did. I mean, not at all. It was well, it, I, it was more fat jokes than anything. You know, <laughs> dropping fat and slower. You know, kind of thing. But he's, uh, you know, he's 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 supposedly Soviet Union's answer to Captain America. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, which which is which is fine. You know, but they they, they don't give me they don't giving me anything to do other than being sort of a buffoon or an oaf. You know, kind of yeah. Because I mean, really, it, it, the big fights and the big battles are you know, definitely the Natasha and right. Yeah. So So this movie is centered more on, you know, espionage and, you know, spies and things like that. And, uh, and then there's sort of a a different pathway that they're the the, different way that they're doing the black widow program that they did back in, you know, black widows, uh, younger days. And, um, I, 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 you know, as somebody who's seen the MCU movies multiple times, I, I, I really, I'm always fascinated and I'm impressed by the connective tissue that they can put between these two movies. Um, mm-hmm. that, it, that at this point, a lot of times seems, uh, like it's really good fan service for people mm-hmm. that are really invested in the movies kind of a thing. And because, you know, there's lines that she said in multiple movies, um, Avengers and stuff, uh, Scarlett Johansson has said, I've got a lot of red in my leisure and I'm trying to make up for this stuff that I've done in the past. And this movie focuses on, you mm-hmm. know, some of that stuff that they, uh, her and uh, uh, Jeremy Renner's character, Hawkeye talked about what happened in Budapest and, or Budapest just in the movie. They <laughs> uh, and, and they answer some of the questions as far as, you know, what happened there. They didn't, they don't show a whole lot of it, but they, they answer some of the questions that happened in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it fills in it fills in some of the gaps and and even the big bad and I'm not going to spoil it for you the big bad in the movie even has some nods wink wink nod nod to other Marvel heroes that they mm-hmm. do in sort of a clever way. Um, it, it it's kind of blinking you'll miss it moments where it's like oh that's from that one and oh that's from that person and, and so, uh, but yeah I mean I I had a good time with it I mean it, it when I got out I was like okay I'm not going to pay to see that again right um, but uh. But it was fun. Well, and it, I did. I did have a few moments where, uh, if anybody has ever watched The Good Place, um, and there's a character Janet, and then the guy who she creates to be her boyfriend, but he has a great line where he says, "She made a lot of talky talk in my ear holes," um, and there were times, <laughs> there were times where I was like. like I actually just sort of closed my eyes for a minute, and I'm like, "Okay, we'll just talk this through." Okay, and then now let me see something that's going to entertain me. Right. Um, but then I, I got to a couple of points and kind of back to F9 colon. Um, and, and I know I've seen this in all the other Marvel movies I've seen. But for some reason, when I watched this yesterday, it just got my goat. There are so many times that Black Widow falls from mm-hmm. a height literally bounces off large metal beams mm-hmm. and lands on the ground and gets up and shakes it off. There okay. Um, I'm, I'm talking like 
broken every bone in her body were she a normal person. And I know she went through this special training and mind control and blah, 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 but it didn't make her a cyborg or something. Right. There's so many, like there's one scene where there's a big thing in the air and it's explained. She jumps like head first and she's just flying through the air straight to the earth. And I'm like, no, (laughs) no, just because you're America can do that, but you can't do that. You can't do that. And I'm like, just because you're a risk taker and Mm -hmm. you're, you know, a, a, a kick ass or something you're not invincible and there, i don't know it just hit me that there it just felt like there were so many scenes where a yeah. normal human would have died well one place that they didn't take the movie which i thought would have been interesting now they dispel this i'm not spoiling anything here folks because they dispel this in the first two minutes of the movie but i thought it would have been interesting um because you know you, we opened the movie you know in 1995 ohio and 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 there's a couple of girls, you know, that are playing together. And it's obvious that, okay, that's going to be Black Widow and somebody as mm-hmm. children based on the timelines. And then, you know, the family has to escape and they escape. And then you see in the midst of the escape scene, uh, David Harbour's ability of a super strength. I mean, he mm-hmm. has he has super strength. And, and, and now it's quickly dispelled that this is not a real family. This is, these are not real, you know, this is just people that are doing a mission, but I, I I thought it might've been interesting if we would have learned that black widow was his child after, after he had been, you know, uh, transformed or or turned into the, the super soldier, Soviet super soldier. Okay. And then I thought, okay, well maybe that would explain some of the reasons why she can propel herself and jump off airplanes and stuff. Maybe she's got a little bit of special juice in her <laughs> you know, from, she, from Soviet Captain America. And but she got that, something something in there that makes her special. I, I thought that would have been interesting, but they, you know, but it didn't it didn't go with the plot of what they wanted to do with the movie. And that's fine, but I thought but, but I, I thought it would have been neat maybe if you explained that away. Well, yeah. it, honestly, I think I would have it Everything would have made more sense if that were the case, because I remember like the first Marvel movie that I saw that she was in ever since then, I've always been like, why is she an Avenger? Yeah. Just because she can fight (laughs) and just because she's a risk taker and just because she looks really skin tight, leather, whatever outfits like, you know, did you ever see, did you ever see Jeremy Renner sing that song about, why he was supposed to be an Avenger or something. I think he did it on Jimmy Fallon or something. No. Because he doesn't have any superpowers either, except he uses a bow and arrow and he can really fight really good, but he's an Avenger. And yeah. he does this, he does this song sing, sing, sitting at a piano where he, he's talking about, I'm an Avenger too, or something like that. Oh and it's, I'll have to watch that because yeah. yeah, it doesn't make, I mean, Captain America, hello. Um, yeah. you know, and, t- and Tony Stark, it, the suit does it right. for him, you know? Right. But I, it, Anyway. Well, but but we we've been suspending Black Widow disbelief for a long time because there's a scene yes, in the, there's a scene in the first Avengers movie where uh, the 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 big climactic battle in New York City where she has to get on top of Stark Tower and she's on the street with mm-hmm. Captain America and she's like, okay, I got to get up there, and so she runs up, jumps on Captain America's shield, he pushes her up. She reaches up and grabs one of these zooming hover bikes that are going by at about 200 miles an hour and then grab us, grabs onto it, you know, and then climbs up to the top. And I'm like, okay, you, you superhero physics, your arm would have been ripped out of its socket. Right. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Cause there is a scene in this one, in this movie where she, again, she's falling. Why is she always yeah. falling? She's falling. And to help break her fall, she reaches out to grab a bar or something like that. Right. And it stops her fall. But it would have literally ripped her arm out of the socket. It's all in the fall in that pose that she does. I know. You see, that 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 disperses all of the. Uh, I know. I know. Anyway. Anyway, I digress into complete disbelief of half of what I saw, but let it go. Cause it's not the first time I've seen it. I don't know why it bothered me so much, but yeah. Did you, uh, um, Marvel cinematic universe fans? Uh, there is a post credit scene. Did you stay for it? Oh, of course I did. Yeah. I I would say it probably mm, 75% of the people in the theater just sat there 
Yeah, we all know at this everybody point. Everybody knows at this everybody point what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't. You didn't get understand. it. Understand. Yeah, it's it's a tie-in to the television series that are on Disney. Okay, see, that's and that's what I read because when I saw the character, I was like, oh well, where did she come from? Yeah. Um, and then it, when I was reading the, you know, little did you know things, um, I saw that that was part of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I was like, well, yeah. that explains why I don't know who she is. Yeah, I think they're I think they're going away. They might be trying to make some, the Dark Avengers or something, uh-huh. um, something along those lines. I'm not sure what they're going to do with it, but mm-hmm. uh, but they are. Uh, there is a post credit scene you can say for uh, it's I, it's worth watching. It's not um, it's not the ant playing drums at the end of Ant Man, which was. But uh, but yeah, stay around for stay around for a post credit scene. Do you? Uh, I I had heard that um, from uh, an interview in Scarlett Johansson where she was she doesn't predict that she's going to be returning to this character again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's superheroes that so can bring anybody back. Uh, you yeah. know, so uh, maybe she will, maybe she won't. But it does definitely seem like that they're setting up what Florence there, Florence Pugh, to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the the black widow analog yeah uh, going forward so we'll see we'll see what they do well so here okay so i have well a comment and a question my first comment um there's a a guy i forgot to mention the her friend who helps her source yeah mason generator and the plane all that stuff um if i i'm not mistaken i forgot to look him up i think that is the husband in the handmaid's tale Really? Do you watch that? I've seen the first season. Okay, so her. Uh, yes, uh, you're right. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's her husband from, from the Handmaid's Tale. Anyway, um, and then my other comment was, so Black Widow is a redhead, mm-hmm. and then at the end she's a blonde. Yeah, but they both looked real. Oh yeah! Don't ask me. Don't ask me hair questions, man. Man, if one was a wig. <laughs> I didn't notice because wow. they both seemed real. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they're probably both real because typically those kinds of wigs look not real. Now, now correct so. me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, going back to Scarlett Johansson, wasn't she yes. formerly Mrs. Ryan Reynolds? Yes, she was actually. They had a short-lived marriage. Okay. Um, there are some pretty babies if they were. Well, I mean, but Blake Lively's pretty good looking too. So. <laughs> Yeah, I would take her over Scarlet most anything. That sort of thing, you know, if I mean, you like this. you know, <laughs> if you want to acknowledge that Ryan might like someone other than me, but yeah, whatever, I mean, well, they, got, they got nothing on you. I mean, it's just, <laughs> at, at this point, it's all it's all just a matter of uh, cosmic timing and and it'll, it'll all come together. Yeah, black holes and cosmic uh, mercury retrograde. Yeah solstice winter whatever things like that once they all align it'll happen so yeah and yeah. Uh, so at the end one one minor negative i'll get it is there was sort of a a plot device that they had at the end of the movie um that uh made it so black widow i'm trying not to spoil too much made it so that black widow was incapacitated and couldn't do something that she needed to do mm-hmm the resolution to how she overcame that incapacitance made me go, Ugh, I don't like that. Well, first of all, is incapacitance a word? Yes. Isn't it? I don't know, but I like it. Incapacitate, uh, incapacitance. Sure. Incapacitance. Inability. She had an inability, a, 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 a handicap, I would say, that prevented her from doing something she needed to do. And she overcame said handicap Yes, by doing something. And doing that thing, I was like, uh, that's kind of stupid. You know, we would call mm. that perhaps um, a challenge that she had to overcome. Right. And she found a way to mitigate. And, uh, but yeah, when she did it, I, I was honestly, like. Honestly, what I thought is like, what if she just had COVID? She had COVID, wouldn't <laughs> that would that would and you could have tied it into the pandemic, right? Right, that yeah. would have worked. So, but yeah, there that that was, and then the way she fixed the problem that she caused yes. to herself, yes. I was like, no, I don't believe that either. So. Yeah, well, that's just I'm a badass. That's that's what. Yeah, that is. well, I guess I don't yeah. know. 
Anyway. All right. Well, I'm ready to call it. Okay. All right. Sean. Yes. Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Starring the lovely former Mrs. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2021 in theaters. Should I watch that? Yeah. If, if you're invested in the Marvel Universe, this is... This is lower mid tier movie. It's it's nowhere near as good as uh I mean it's it's in the bottom half for sure in terms of quality. Uh but there there's a good dynamic. Um uh, Florence Pugh, I think, is gonna be somebody that's fun to watch uh later on, um, as she continues on in that role. Uh I wish they would have done something better with uh with David Har uh, David Harbour and mm-hmm. the red guardian, uh, perhaps we'll see them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we will, I don't know. And he'll be able to do something. I'm sure he signed some sort of a television oh, yeah. five picture deal or something. That's what these guys At are least. All Or maybe they'll throw him into Disney somehow and work him in yeah. with that stuff. There's a, there's a lot of, um, you know, winks and references to other movies. So if you have a really good knowledge of the other movies, you can, you'll catch things that they, they sort of threw in for you, you know, uh, if you go into this never seeing any Marvel movie, there's going to be some stuff that they say that you don't understand. But yeah. um, I so well, I'll, so yeah, yeah, you should you you should watch it. It's 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 a good it's a good flick, but it's just uh, it's not top tier Marvel. So I have a question I'm going to ask you after you give your opinion. So Janet, <laughs> Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, David Harbour, Rachel Weisz, Florence Pugh, Marvel movie number twenty four. Is that what you said? Twenty four. Mm-hmm. What a cinematic achievement <laughs> to uh, be able to do yeah. that. Oh, it really is. Yes. So uh, should I watch that Black Widow? Um, I mean, uh, if you want to, mm-hmm. I, I, and my pers- my perspective is just a little different just because I've seen most of the movies probably, but you know, I wouldn't call myself a fan. Yeah. Um, and to me, this was a- an interesting sort of movie with fight scenes and things blowing up and some mm-hmm. funny dialogue and uh, should have gone on a Tuesday to get, you know, yeah, the early matinee that, price. That leads um, into my next question because, you yeah. know, in this, in this era that we're living in of multiple ways to watch movies, you know, you could see this with Disney premium access. You pay 30 bucks. And you can watch this movie at home um, yeah. or you can go to the movie theater. Now I paid more than 30 bucks yesterday. Oh, I'm sure you for, did for a drink. And I've got, I've got the, I've got the bucket that I can take to get the $5 refill. So at least right. I saved some money there. Congratulations. But, but I got a drink. I got the popcorn bucket refill and I paid for four tickets and I paid more than $30 to, for all people to see it yesterday. So should I guess that answers my question. Go on the Tuesday four to six budget matinee kind of thing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I paid $9 for a matinee ticket. Um, Mm -hmm. And when I left, I thought I would have been a little happier if I'd paid like three fifty or $4 for that ticket. Yeah. But I mean, it, it was, it was fine. If you have Disney plus, eventually it's going to drop on Disney plus and, and go off of premium access and just be part of their Marvel movie stable. So if you're interested in seeing it and you already have Disney plus and, and you're not, you know, you're not a huge, I worry so much about Marvel spoilers. Cause I'm so, I'm so invested in the series, you know, mm-hmm. because this is just, this is this is fatherhood Americana to me because I mean there's been 24 of these movies and it's been a tradition that mm-hmm. since they started that I go the, the the weekend they come out I go with my kids and we watch the Marvel movie so yeah and I and so I, I'm really worried about you know hearing spoilers and stuff like that especially on some of the bigger tentpole stuff but mm-hmm. if you're not a huge uh, Marvel person. Uh, it might be worth just kind of maybe waiting a month and a half, two months. I don't know how yeah. long it's going to take it for it to drop off of uh, the premium access and just watch it on Disney if you've got it. So, well, yeah, because there's nothing so big in this movie where you're right. like, oh my God, it brings it all together. It makes sense. Right. Um, and it's, it even kind of works as a standalone, I think. Yeah. Even if you don't even understand the Avengers, you could still watch this and you know, it would kind of mostly make sense, you know, to you. So I, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, the, it, the it, stuff it, that's it, in the movie, yeah. the stuff that's in the movie that is a uh, that is sort of a wink, wink, nod, nod to Marvel people that that have been really invested in the movies. It's not something that is like, oh, I got to know what that is so I understand the plot of the movie and what's going on. So right. Um, and if you know, gun to my head, I I would probably I would probably say no. I yeah. you know should I no um, because. there's just not enough to make it special do yeah i I didn't leave there going wow in in any way shape or form yeah and in my in my yes you you have to understand my yes is coming from somebody that's heavily invested in it and so yeah i like to see these characters on the screen so it it has to be a pretty bad suck fest probably for me to say (laughs) no don't watch it just because you know just because i'm so invested but i mean but that's but that's sort of a good analog though because yeah we're 24 movies into this one fast and the furious what we're nine in 10 10 in if hobbs and shaw counts yeah so i mean it's not it's not 10 movies but you know that's a suck fest and i'm like Mm-hmm. I've seen the other movies and liked them okay, but this one I was like, no, uh-uh, this is yeah. don't, don't I skip it, you know? Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm done. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, the ultimate question: mm-hmm. Are you sitting down? Are you ready? I'm ready. F nine colon or Thunder Force? F nine. Okay. At, at least at least F nine had a couple of car chases that were fun to watch. Okay. All right. Excellent. Yeah, Thund- Thunder, just, just Thunder Force is still. I mean, I, I don't want. I don't want to spoil anything because we'll probably have a top ten, bottom ten list here towards the end of the year because <laughs> we are on episode twenty. Twenty. Um, uh, Thunder Force is it, it's it's going to be in the worst movies of the year for me easily. Yeah, yeah, easily. I mean, and Thunder Force is what a, a five minute scene with Jason Bateman that's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, at least at least I've got some car action, you know, <laughs> in in this one. That's kind of some chases and some, yeah, some shit blowing up and some right gun. Yeah, understand. So, okay, good to know. So it's a light yes, may, maybe kind of a no from Janet, but it's it's. I, it, if I if I absolutely couldn't waffle, I would say no on Black Widow. Well, you said gun. You said gun to the head. So gun to head. Yeah, that's a no. yeah, that's no waffling. Yeah, that's a no. All right. All right. Well, there you go. I, that's our two blockbuster. I, ho- I, I hope. I hope the summer gets better. I do. <laughs> I do. Um, it has to. Yeah, uh, I don't know when our next Marvel movie is. I think our next Marvel Marvel movie is Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Which will introduce a brand new character. So, well, and there's, and I know this isn't part of Marvel, uh, but I I have seen the trailer a few times for uh, the GI Joe universe, the origin of Snake Eyes, (laughs) um, with our uh, favorite. um, Oh, geez. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians, the star of the Crazy Rich Asians. I haven't seen that movie yet. Oh, it's so I good and to. heartwarming and fun. Heartwarming and you liked it. Okay. Well, no, it's more fun than heartwarming. Well, it's, it's in my good. HBO queue, so I need to watch it. So. Yeah, go do that. But anyway, all right, folks, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you again, Brazil. For, Brazil. For, for, uh, Thank you. For listening. Um, and it's, it's, still, uh, it's still morning on the East Coast, which mm-hmm. makes it clearly still morning in Brazil. So I will, I will say... Uh, Bon dia, which um, I didn't say that well. Bon dia, which is good morning in Portuguese. Well, That's the only know. thing I know. And uh, and she'll Google the name of that drink and and tell uh, me because I don't drink and I at least I need to know the name of the drink. Yes. Caipirinha, something along those lines, uh, uh, as said with a person who does not speak Portuguese. So it's something along those lines. But okay. Anyway, thank you, Brazil. Woo-hoo. Thank you. And emails uh, again. We are on the Facebooks. We're on the Twitters, and we got an email address. <laughs> Should I watch that two one at gmail And we'll talk to you guys a little bit later. Thank you. All right. Bye. bye.